Hey guys, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley here, and I need to call a quick timeout, a brief timeout, because I wanted to tell your listeners what I have been telling Foley is Pod listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. A brand new series has arrived on Adfree Shows. Top of the card unpacks everything you need to know in the wrestling trading card space. And we're starting with the granddaddy of them all, the 1982 Wrestling All-Stars Series A set. Now, this set was not exclusive to any one territory at the time, as we were still right at the tail end of the territory era of professional wrestling. So it was a basically a who's who in professional wrestling. With card number one being Andre the Giant. Others included in the set include Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, and others. 20 years ago, Eric took on Stone Cold in the main event on Raw, but the real main event was the confrontation that happened backstage before the show. Now, the next week, I'm sitting in this chair, and that same guy, I don't think I had said a word to him that day. I don't think I had seen Rick up until the point he came through that door, and he's, you know, getting me, just telling me to get up, get out of the chair, and he's so pissed off, he's bleeding. I'm on the phone, and he's got blood <laughs> running down his chin because he bit his lip. He was so mad, he bit the inside of his mouth. He's got blood on a backstage confrontation. I hadn't even gotten out of the chair yet. (laughs) Ad-Free Shows members got to sit shotgun alongside Kevin Nash and click this co-host, Sean Oliver, as they watch back some of the worst matches in history. None more so than the Yeti. Randy now. The the mummy is not Frankenstein. You don't walk with your arms straight out. With the arms out, right? And, and, you know, a Yeti is also not a mummy, but... I don't know. Was it Jim Hurd? Who was here? Well, well, whose brainchild was this? Who gives a fuck? That's just a small taste, a sampling, if you will, of what we have waiting for you. With four levels to choose from. Four. See for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now. Right now. At adfreeshows.com. Yeah. Cassio, and you're listening to Oh, you didn't know a bonus show, baby. Bonus. We got a little YouTube exclusive bonus show, Road Dog, because today you stirred it up, son. Well, I, you know, I didn't mean to stir it up, and, and that's that's the truth. People are saying like, oh, he's just trolling, he's just trolling. No, Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno trolls. Like I've seen his Twitter account, he trolls. <laughs> These are my legitimate feelings that I thought I put out there as honestly as I could, but it's, it's apropos that this may be out on, on election day, because like uh, th- this, this go round uh, with the midterms, 
everybody's going crazy. And, uh, and I feel like it's bled over into wrestling Twitter as well. Everybody's going crazy. It's just wrestling. It's just my opinion. I, Brett and I get along to this day. And I stated all that if you'd, if you'd listen. But how dare I ask that you listen before you comment on Twitter. Well, go back and listen. Who do I think I am? Because what we're talking about, if you missed it for some reason, you said... Basically, uh, you shit all over Bret Hart. No, I'm just kidding. You said, basically, <laughs> that you, as a wrestler, you didn't think Bret Hart was a great wrestler. Is I, that fair I, to I, say? That is fair to say. And and I feel that way today, even though everybody has been really angry at me on Twitter. Um, I still feel the same way. But it, like I said, it's just my opinion. Like, it's you, not meant to take anybody's business i think my ac just cut on um i didn't mean to take anybody's uh, livelihood away from them or or hurt their feelings or offend anyone but look that's the that's the uh hyperbole is the verbiage of of the day and everything is the best or the worst and and today i'm the worst and so i'm sorry i'm sorry i shared an opinion on a platform that i was given in order to share my opinion well, you're trending, buddy. You, well, uh, I'm your trending. opinion is very important because <laughs> you are trending. I'm trending. Um, I wanted to read motion. some of these to you and see okay. your. Uh, let's get some feedback. Uh, again, you said I don't think Bret Hart was a great wrestler. I think I was a better sports entertainer than Bret was. I, was I very think that's where the money that. is. I was very specific about that. Um, this guy, uh, um, Covalent TV, said, "Well." Road dog has to be violating the wellness policy again. <laughs> yep. I get that. He thinks I'm doing drugs again. So that's yeah. very, very uh, funny, very uh, quick, like never been used before in the past 12 <laughs> years that I've been sober. Nobody said any drug jokes at all. No. Have they? No, Especially no, no, not me, but, but look, that's, that's his opinion. He thinks I'm on drugs because my opinion differs than his. You mean I opinions are, 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 supposed are a to thing differ, in wrestling? Right? Yeah, I, look, it's no, I'm not even giving opinions in wrestling. I'm giving opinions on this podcast. Uh, you know what I mean? Where where I get free blue chew. And that's basically <laughs> the only reason I'm here. No, um, no, that chilly sleep. Uh, and that, uh, <laughs> and landscape. <laughs> yeah. And brand new um, sheets. <laughs> yes, and, and the Rectech grill, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> Uh, um, let's see. Public Enemies podcast said, if you know someone who genuinely thinks Road Dog was more entertaining than Bret Hart, I have news for you. You don't need him in your life. Well, well, first of all, I'm not in their Southern life. man, need him around. Entertainment-wise, you did say that. You did no, say, I, I did, sports I did. entertainer, you're better, period. I just think as, as an entertainer, if you ask me to go out there and entertain a crowd, I would have different ways to do that other than grappling and wrestling. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I meant by that. And I stand by that right now. And if you disagree with that, then cool, we can have a have a conversation about that. I don't think it's an argument worth having because nobody wins or loses, but it's just mm -hmm. my opinion. And it's I'm sorry that my opinion has caused me to trend on Twitter. But the one thing I can say is, man, thank you all for listening because surely you listened to the entire, what was it, hour and 45 minutes sure. of every word I said to make sure you understood my message clearly. Surely you listened to it before before you commented on Twitter. Oh, oh you didn't? And I should stop calling you Shirley. Got it. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. 
The Groucho Mark. Uh, he oh, tweeted. The Groucho Mark. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Gala Gala Island is his Twitter handle. He oh. says, when you say sports entertainer, you mean the ability, versatility to work with any written setup, storyline, angle, or whatever for entertainment pur- purposes, correct? Correct. For example, Brett wouldn't do something hokey if he thought it would hurt the serious nature of the Hitman character. 100%. Bingo. Who is this guy? Get, this guy gets a gets See, some Groucho cookies. Mark. Groucho Mark, I want you to send him some of your edibles. You don't send him some of your edibles. You, you don't have to. I know how stingy you are. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, that night, uh, which we talked about, we're, we're, our episode was the Montreal Screwjob as it was 25 years ago. Right. Uh, Emmanuel Wall says, I too was there for the Screwjob. I thought once HBK humped the Quebec flag, the Separatists would kill him. Probably would have <laughs> if they would have known where his hotel was. The Gazette earlier in the week broke the story that Hart was leaving, and we figured, well, what's the point? Brett's going to lose. Yeah. Well, look, and I think even so, even fans, uh, local fans were like, well, yeah, he's leaving. So he's going to drop the title. Everybody does that. Right. And so that's that's the fact where Brett and I start to separate philosophies. And and I think I said this, too, and I'm not sure. But Steve uh, Kaufman uh, said, like, you and him just see wrestling differently. And yeah. it was like, holy mackerel, that's, it's so simple yet. So it was so uh, deep to me, profound to me, because I thought, man, that's it. Brett and I just have totally opposite philosophies on wrestling. I love the Gaga. I love the sports entertainment. I love, I don't love so much the ground game. And I, I, I don't think I'm in the minority when I say that. Like, I feel like, yeah, a lot of, look, I also stated that Brett was the most over guy, the first over guy I ever saw. And, and holy mackerel, it blew my mind that some that a wrestler could be that over. I, I said a lot of things on this, this podcast that I feel like if people uh, gave it their time and look, I'm not giving you clickbait. Don't click. I don't give a crap, <laughs> but, but, but if you, if you're interested, which you're taking time out of your day to comment on a social media platform about how stupid I am. Well, that's cool. I'm, I am pretty stupid. I got to be honest with you. I did a lot of dope and got hit in the head with chairs a lot. I don't have very good <laughs> common sense. However, I've been doing this a minute, and I and I feel like it's it's okay for me to share my opinion. But if it's not, please let me know. Uh, but you 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 took the time to comment on Twitter. Give it a listen. Give that one he mentioned it a second ago. Go back in the archives and find out the Montreal Screw Job episode, and give it a listen. Look, you're going to disagree with a lot of things I say, but surely you'll understand and you'll identify that I'm saying it with respect and and from an honest place. If you don't then you're the bad guy in this situation, not me. I just shared my opinion. If you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck What's it. up, YouTube? It's your boy, Cassio and the Road Dog. We are here for a YouTube-exclusive version of... Oh, you didn't know? Well, dog, if you didn't know, you are catching some heat. Not the podcast heat like we're a yeah. part of, but from our man, Dax Harwood. He is... Said some things. He started his own. Who, who is who is the? Hey, you popped on the show last time too. I did. <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 yeah. You look like uh, you look like uh, Dollar Tree Dax. Oh. <laughs> Not my name. Come on. 
Come on. Oh, no, no. It is your name. It's my show, and it's yeah. your name. Uh, but, but look, I did, I did, <laughs> I did want to ask you, uh, DTD, um, <laughs> I did want to ask you, like, you heard about this, right, about, about uh, Dax Harwood kind of going in on me. He was asked uh, by, by co-host Matt Kuhn um, on, their, on their podcast. So, so what, what, uh, what do you think about all this? And, and look, I appreciate that you're a friend of mine and that you're on my show, but I want to hear your take on it before I give you mine. Absolutely. So like, yeah. So basically like Dax talked about you and all the stuff about like your past situation. And I don't know all the dynamic of your guys' relationship. I just know you and how you are. And you're like, you know, I think the misconception of you on social media is very overblown and taken to an extreme where it's like things get leaned on and, I, I keep saying on social media, I was like, don't judge people until you actually meet them. You know what I mean? Don't judge yeah. them until you meet them. And well, like you, meeting... are, you are spitting in the wind there. Right, you? buddy, you're a rarity, my friend. <laughs> and so like getting to meet you at WrestleCon for the first time, you were the nicest person. You introduced me to Billy Gunn. You introduced me to everybody as like your new social media guy. And then it all, and then just understanding too, like, you know, Dax, I got to meet Dax a couple times and he was a very nice person too. And so, and then knowing the similarities that you guys have, like you're both Southerners and you're both like men of God and like God fearing and all that stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that balances out with that. And then um, just to see the whole situation and dynamic of you guys go. And like, even the, the fact too, I will add, that like I think Dax like is one of the best wrestlers going from a yeah. in ring standpoint and all that stuff and like I ranked him up there for wrestlers a year we had to nominate him for wrestling Inc. yeah I did Dax I did Jeff Jarrett for different reasons different reasons right different reasons and then I did John Moxley too because he was kind of the balance of it all yeah and so um but it, it's just I think it's it's a crazy situation but you guys have a hey, have why, a relationship so, so let me ask you this why does Dax get the credit and the other kid doesn't. I think a lot of it is being kind of more vocal on, on social media aspect yeah. of it comes into play. Um, you know, and he is very outspoken and, and says what's on his mind and whether he's wrong or right about it. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. like, I think that kind of comes into play where cash is just a little bit more low key about it all. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, and there's a balance to social media life. There definitely is, you know, you want to get promote yourself, but there's also the allure, the air of mystery that you kind of want to keep too. Um, yeah. Yeah. But and I, I think, look, I, John, you mentioned John Moxley. He's never been on social media. Right. Uh, and I, and it's probably beneficial for him to be quite honest. I know it's beneficial for him mentally uh, and emotionally in every other mm-hmm. way. For all but, of us. It but, would be. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> right. But it's probably helps his character a bit. You yes. know what I mean? He, Cause I don't know everything about him. So I, look, I appreciate your take on it. Um, and I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think me and him are very much alike and, uh, and, and there's some differences and, and we'll probably get into those as we, as we go. Um, Dollar Tree so, Dax, thanks yeah. for popping in. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for popping in. Hey, thanks for your take. But like I said earlier, it's my show. So can you ixnay him? <laughs> Buzz yeah, on off. can go back to whatever uh, cult <laughs> compound he was broadcasting from there. Uh, <laughs> Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything wherever you listen. Then you have got to get to the man and the actual quotes. Yeah. Um, from Dax himself. I want to break it down. We got like uh, three paragraphs where he broke down some. He gave a quick story of basically his run-ins with you, dog. Yeah. And we'll get kind of your take after each paragraph of just what you think. So first of yep. all, and I'm going to quote uh, as best as I can. These are pretty. Much, I, these are the transcripts as far as I can tell. So right. I think the day Road Dog met me, he didn't like me. We had a match that you may have heard of against American Alpha at Dallas, NXT Dallas. That's one of my favorites of all time. I had in my mind what the match was. I had a story I wanted to tell. I knew the false finishes I wanted. I knew exactly how we wanted the front half to go. I knew exactly what was going to work. He offered an idea the night before Dallas. We were talking with Jordan and Gable. I was explaining them the story that I wanted to tell, and he (laughs) offered an idea. I didn't shoot it down. I just didn't think it fit into the story I wanted to tell. First off, dog, is that a correct statement? First, did you not like him the day he, you met him? So that's, uh, so I didn't, it's not that I didn't like him the day I met him. It's that he rubbed me the wrong way. And I don't know that that was something he did or something that is on me. And if it's on me, I'm in a place in my life where I'm trying to, to correct those, uh, you know, character defects. So if that's on me, I'll accept that. Um, but he rubbed me the wrong way from day one. And I think, you know, you didn't have a preconceived notion though. No, not at all. Okay. Not not at all. You're I, saying I this was after interacting with. Yes. Yeah, this saying. is after our okay. first interaction where um what I saw and what I heard was exactly what I just saw and heard there. I I I I I I I I was telling Gable. I was telling Jason Jordan. I was telling everybody what to do. And Road Dog came over and had an idea and I brushed him off and acted like I knew better. That, that's what happened. I mean, that okay. he just repeated it. So if I was, look, if I was, uh, you know, if I was salty that day and that rubbed me the wrong way and I went over and said something negative about him, I could see that happening 100%. I, I can see that happening, like with, with me and with him and with 100 other people the same way. Somebody rubs you the wrong way, you go over and tell, tell your friends, right? So let's continue on with what he said. Yep, he said... Dog went to an unnamed source who was very big part of the WWE office and he proceeded to bury me and told that person that I thought I knew everything and I would never try to learn anything and all this stuff. And so, you know, I had my own reservations about him. Like you about, mentioned about him. That's a important prepositional phrase there, or, or excuse me, a pronoun who, who's he talk about me? Like he had his own. Yes. So about me. At, after you went to an unnamed source that's a very big part of the WWE office, you buried him to that person. You told that person you thought that Dax knew everything and that you, uh, Dax would never try to learn anything and a stuff. And so Dax now has reservations about you. Well, so, so, well I, look, I understand you having reservations about me, but in our short, brief first time, our interaction, you showed me that you knew better not only than me, but 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 all your teammates and all your uh, opponents and the referee and everybody. You knew. You knew it all. 
and nobody could tell you anything. So that was my first take. That's what I relayed to somebody. Um, let's continue. Uh, he goes on to say, then come a year later, I wanted to say it was right around December. There was some sort of gimmick gauntlet tag team match on SmackDown. And for some reason, the fans thought the Revival was going to make their debut there. The fans were tweeting and freaking out over it. When the match was over and, you know, we were heels, him talking about FTR. Yep. Dak says, I went on Twitter and said, you fans thought we were going to debut on the main roster in a stupid gimmick gauntlet match. You've lost your mind or something like that. At the time... Road Dog was booking, and he took offense to that because I said, stupid gimmick. He proceeded right on Twitter that if I kept up, he would make sure that I'll never make it to the main roster, which if I never make it to the main roster, that cuts into my money, which goes into the money that I make for my family, which I can provide for my daughter who can go to college, or I can make sure my wife has food, and that's what bothered me. Do you, first of all, do you remember this Twitter exchange with Dax? I do. I do. And, and look, this is one part where I think, I think he got it right. I, I shouldn't be on Twitter responding to people like that. I probably shouldn't be on here uh, responding to Dax like that, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. But, but I am um, because he said something and I can, I can say something back, I guess. Um, it's not that I don't like you and I didn't like you from day one. You rubbed me the wrong way, dude. And, and first, you know, uh, for first time's a charm or whatever the, the old saying is. Um, I just, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, yeah, yeah. Then we had this Twitter thing. You were on, you're, you're in developmental wanting to come up to the main roster and a heel or no heel. I don't care if you were in character uh, during this, you said, oh, this stupid thing. You're burying the, the product that you, that you represent. Um, but you don't represent it yet because you're not there yet. And so you, you, I could have never stopped you from making it to the, thank you for thinking I have that much power, but I could never stop you from making it to the main roster. Um, you made it to the main roster. You just didn't make it on the main roster. So I don't know what else, um, we we need to say you and I just disagree. And, And I think to be quite honest, Dax, if we sat down and had dinner, we, we would, we would agree on way more than we disagree on. Um, we got, we started off on the wrong foot. And, and if half of that's on me, I'll accept that half. But if half of it's on you, are you willing to accept yours? Let me get some, let me get some of these more. He, he has two more quick paragraphs. I want to get the facts out and get your side of it. Okay. And, and if you see it the same way he did yep. right after he put that tweet out, I got a call. This is Dax. I got a call from Mark Carano or a text from Mark Carano and it led to a call from both of those guys to make sure. I wanted you to stop there. Who's both of those guys? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. And I I understand one of them's Mark Carano. I don't know if he's, uh, saying the other one is me. Um, or not. It led to a call from both of those guys. Did you call him after that Twitter exchange? I don't remember doing that, but but, I have a horrible memory. Uh, he says to make sure they were covering their tracks because Road Dog basically said he was going to make sure that I would never have any advancement in the company. Legally, they're not allowed to do that because they're in a power and position in the office. And for him to say, I'm going to make sure you're not going to move up and you can't advance your money, legally, he shouldn't be able to do that. So they were trying to cover their tracks. You don't remember the phone call. Do you remember anybody ever calling you saying, hey, bud, you messed up on Twitter. We need to... No, I think they fire. called. I think they called him and said he messed up on Twitter. And I think that's 
I feel like that's the truth. Like, like you're burying the product under which you work. You know what I mean? You're burying the, where you're trying to get to, uh, on Twitter for all to see whether you're a heel or not. That's just bad business. And again, that's just my opinion. Uh, he says final, a uh, final deal here. He says, then fast forward. And I'm sure we'll talk about this one day. He's talking about it on his new podcast, yep. uh, raw 25. I had to go in there and make sure that all of Sean and his friends look like a million bucks. We got to the back and road dog passed right by me. He didn't say thank you after we bumped around for him. The only person that said thank you was Sean Waltman. So as a wrestler, I respect everything he's done for the business, and I respect the past these path he's paved for us. As a person, I don't know how much respect I have for him. Well, uh, you know, I I understand. I I, I hear you, Dax. Uh, I I I don't know. I don't know what where what we're to say here or where we're to go. Like. We started off on the wrong foot, and we ain't got on the right one yet. Um, I'm willing to to put the past behind me for sure. Um, but but as far as the raw twenty five thing goes, like I, I'm sorry, I really am too that I didn't that I didn't thank you because that's I, I don't feel like that's like me. Um, but I also at the same time thought like, well, is that do, do you need that? Like you you know what you did. You went out there and you did what you were supposed to do and you did it really well. I didn't know I, I, I needed to thank you and, and say how great you were to, to, for, in order to, to get your respect as a human being. But I do apologize for not thanking you. And I thank you now publicly for, for doing that for us. But don't act like you're above that because you were in the ring with a bunch of Hall of Famers, man. And I know you don't like me. But I was in the ring, and I'm a Hall of Famer, and I was one of those guys. And I'm sorry if that offends you, or if I don't take the, if I don't uh, respect the mat enough for you. But I got a different idea about pro wrestling than you do, and mine's the one that makes a bunch of money, and yours the one is that pleases all the boys. And so, well, you know, I don't know, poop in one hand, wish in the other. But I, we can get past this. We just we just can't talk about uh, politics or wrestling with each other. I don't think, and actually, our <laughs> politics probably align too. But but I, I just you know what I mean. Like there's so many similarities. We're gonna let this little thing hold us back from. Um, I don't know. I'd love to be on your podcast. I'd love to have you on my podcast. Uh, I think this is a invitation to. Uh, heal the world to, to start with the man in the mirror. And I, and I'm damn sure willing to look at me. Uh, are you willing to look at you? So that's, you know, uh, let's, let's move forward and let's, let's get past the, the gripes of yesterday and, and, uh, and make this better and, and, and do better as people. If I've done something to, to offend you, if I, like I said earlier, if I own, I, if I, if some of this is mine to own, I own my half. Um, do you own yours? There you go. You heard it from the man himself. That's what we're about. We're getting the opinions. We're reacting live here on uh, the YouTube exclusive. Thanks everybody for watching. Comment below. Let us know what you think. Hit that like and subscribe button. Dog, I appreciate you taking time yeah, man, to no, respond. Th thank, thank you. Your name's I in the headlines. We got to do this. I, I appreciate you guys letting me redo it because the first one I cut, I don't think it's proper for it would be like TG, TV 14, I think. There was, uh, there was some anger issues. 
Um, and but we got past it. Dom Whoa. cried and left for a, for a brief <laughs> moment. Um, but we got past it, and, and here we go. We're going to move forward. That's growth, ladies and gentlemen. I saw my misbehavior, and I cut it off before we pushed send. Uh, so, so we'll save that one for when Jeff Jarrett takes the job in a couple for years after <laughs> I go on the Dag Hardwood uh, podcast. Um, and I'm serious about that. Look, we are under the same umbrella now. I'd love to come on your podcast. I'd love to have you on mine. Um, that's an open invitation, and it's for real. Uh, there you go. Uh, from ours to his, we appreciate him joining the family, and yep. we rebutted the best we could. And uh, like Dog said, hope we can do it. I mean, me yep. and Matt Coon, we're the we're just the sidebar here. Uh, I mean, he can die for all I care. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I him. hope you die. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> love you, buddy. Uh, love you, Dax. Love you, Dog Man. Appreciate yep, you taking you the too. time Thank during this guys. holiday week. And uh, look, if you don't like this and you're not about it, and you're watching this. We got yeah. two words for you. Suck it. All right, let's take a time out to tell you about our friends over at Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. You can get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything you do on your to-do list. Hey, look, I can't even imagine having kids. I have just me and my wife, and without ta- we're just taking care of our pets, both going to work full-time every single day, her going to the gym for hours at a time, I'm recording podcasts all the time, we're drained with energy when it's finally time to eat, and you don't want to always go out and spend all that money trying to find a play, nice place to eat for dinner. So if you are too busy to cook like we are, I can't imagine the people that have kids on top of all that. With Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, baby. Heat and eat, that is the way I like it. But this isn't just some microwave dinner. This is fresh meals, never-frozen, and they're ready to go. Delicious, flavor-packed meals that help you live to the fullest. And look, if you like my wife or some of you may have some dietary needs, They've got many different options. Choose from keto, vegan and veggie, calorie smart, and protein plus options on the menu every single week, prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. So get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Woo! That is a game changer. If you want in on this, head to factormeals.com slash O-U-D-K-50. O-U-D-K-50. And use code O-U-D-K-50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code O-U-D-K-50 at factormills.com slash O-U-D-K-50 to get that 50% off your first box. Check it out. Let us know how it is. And we thank Factor for being a proud sponsor of the Oh You Didn't Know podcast. Welcome back. We got a little YouTube exclusive. We're kind of uh, we're kind of raw dogging it right now. Uh, oh. Road dog. Hashtag raw dogging it. I am the Casio kid. That is the road dog, oh, Brian you didn't know? James. 
And uh, we've got an OU Didn't Know exclusive here to our YouTube. Making the headlines, going around social media, dog. Two guys that you know very intimately. You're good friends with both. You've been involved with them throughout your career. Vince Russo yep. and Jeff Jarrett. Jeff both Jarrett. Going, going back it. and forth, my friend. Yeah, it's huh? a art imit or life imitating art. You know, first they fought over TNA and, and WCW and all that stuff uh, scripted. Now, uh, now it seems like we're getting a little real life fallout. Um, yeah, I know both these guys personally, and uh, and I I don't know where they're at, but I've had I've had fallings out with good friends of mine as well. You know what I mean? So I don't know how deep this goes. If it's personal, if it's business. Um, but I'm, I'm going to dig a little and try to find out, and maybe we can uh, cover this segment on an upcoming Oh You Didn't Know podcast. Yeah, dog, real quickly, back in the day, for better or worse, was Jarrett a Russo guy due to their success together? Yeah, I, th I, I fully believe that in all my heart to, to right now, to this day. Like, look, I think, you know, one may have said something that rubbed the other the wrong way. And again, I don't know exactly the, the terms of this skirmish, uh, but, but I do know them both personally. And I know they're both good people, God-fearing people. And so I'm hopeful that this is just a spat and it uh, will work its way out. But I'll tell you what... Uh, I'll tell you what's not going to work is going to Twitter and tweeting about it. Um, that's not gonna, that's not going to work for anything except maybe uh, up your numbers a little bit. But but look, I hope it does for, for everybody involved. And and uh, and I, I don't know if they're going to fight. I guess Twitter's as good a place as any. <laughs> oh well, I was about to say they they're tied at the hip. I mean Russo. Yeah. Russo was there. He was the head writer for Jarrett's WWE character change in the Attitude Era. Yep. And kind of the main reason he jumped to WCW for that main event push, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I can only imagine that. But I don't. I haven't spoken to Jeff about that being the reason. But you got to take an opportunity like that when it pre, uh, presents itself to you, and that what a better time. So yeah, they have been uh, tied at the hip. So that's why it's a little upsetting to me to to see them having a disagreement. But look, I had a disagreement with with Vince Russo, and I, and I do know, you know, when you're when you're working. Uh, for a company and you're trying to do the best you can and you're and then somebody else on the outside just criticizes it all the time like that's what I got into it with Russo about and and it kind of came between us and then we did that quick uh podcast with Dr. Chris Weatherstone um we were the uh I forgot what, what the name of it was the outlaws something something outlaws um and so then we made up and every, everything was fine but, it's, but so look I understand where where it comes from. You get a lot of heat on Twitter, um, no matter what you say. And so, uh, you want to start a fight, you want to pick a fight, you want to get in a fight, no matter what, go on Twitter. Um, <laughs> cause there's somebody waiting and I don't know if it's a bot or just bless their hearts. There's somebody waiting to disagree with you feverishly, uh, no matter what you, what side you take on any coin. What's your, what's your, look, and if anybody listens to OU Didn't Know Pod, uh, as they know, um, your, um, uh, let's see, your, your remembrance of things is yeah. a little foggy at some My point. My memory is, is mem smoky. <laughs> smoky Mountain Wrestling. Smoking Mountain Wrestling. That's how to describe your uh, memory. Um, but um, what is your memory of, uh, Russo leaving WWE was it quote an experiment gone bad? What was your thoughts on when he left or quote fired, whatever the case may be yeah. from WWE? Yeah, I, I, again, I didn't really uh, remember, but look, I 
bookers have their run. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like a a booker has their run and then they kind of, sometimes they burn out. Sometimes you get into disagreements. Like I know when I was writing SmackDown, I got into a lot of disagreements over my creative that I, that I, as a team member of team SmackDown and the lead writer put together, I would argue feverishly for my pitch before, because for my creative, because I thought it was the best way, uh, you know, that, 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 that's the way we should go about it. I should pitch my favorite thing and that's what we should do. And so I had a lot of arguments about that. So I can understand after a while you, you, you start button heads and getting a little defensive and you go like, wait, no, I realize you are here, the boss, but I don't think your idea is as good as mine. And that's where we're going to butt heads a little bit, but you get to be right because you're the boss. And so that, so I, I understand it being, frustrating and getting frustrating and maybe he got fired for that reason maybe he got fired for like i don't think it was if it was an experiment it was a huge success you know what i mean like (laughs) it was the attitude era happened holy crap i got a podcast right now because the attitude era happened you know what i mean like if the attitude era hadn't happened I, i i wouldn't be i wouldn't have a job in this industry at all you know what i mean i just and so look i think if it if russo was an experiment in wwe um, mission accomplished. Then he got fired. He went in his other way. Do I think Jeff went with him afterwards because of their relationship? Yeah, I think that had a lot to do with it. So it it hurts me now to see these two guys uh, going back and forth. But from what I understand, and I want to say this very clearly, what I understand, and I didn't hear uh, the words, but from what I understand, all Jeff said was Vince needs to look in the mirror. And so... I would love to know his thoughts after he took a look at the man in the mirror. Okay, that, that's verbatim. Yes. Okay, so, so that's sound advice. <laughs> to it may rub you the wrong way. It may come out wrong. It may be delivered wrong. It may, but those words taken upon themselves is the most sound advice anybody in the world could ever give you. We should all do it. <laughs> we should all if, do it. <laughs> I'll tell you this: if we're not all doing it. We're all doing it wrong because ain't nothing I can change in the world outside of this. You know what I mean? This is what I got. And so if I'm going to get real, I got to look at that dude in the mirror and get real honest and get real uh, like an onion, peel off some layers of that ego and that pride (laughs) and get down to brass tacks where you got to look in the mirror and go, okay, uh, I'm asking you to change your ways. But there's only one way to do that. And that's, of course, that's Michael Jackson is, I'm asking you to change your ways. Um, oh, so, so, oh, question could have been any clearer. If you want to get the world of it, take a look at yourself and then make, make that change. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So, so you got to make that change. So, Vince Russo. Don't get mad because he said, look in the mirror. You're a good-looking dude. <laughs> look away. Look away. Get lost in there. That's look sound away. advice, man. Y'all don't be friends. I want you to hug and make up. Uh, Jeff also you. said he made it clear that he's not particularly interested in helping Russo get people behind his paywall for this clickbait. <laughs> By the way, we're doing this YouTube Wait, exclusive did, for clickbait. Yeah, uh, did, 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 yeah, yes. We're all doing it for clickbait. So let's yeah. let's just be honest with each other. And but truth be told, it was probably Marcus that put that up there, not Jeff. <laughs> that is whoever does the my world social media. But 
Uh, look, tell these guys to make up. These guys are I, I both know, your friends. I I, By look, the way, you, you touched on it. You've touched on it on our pod. They can go listen to this. Yeah. But you've said a lot of people give Russo grief for some of the ideas that did not go well. Yeah. But he did a lot of things that went well. A lot well. of things that went well, man. So you pick your poison. and, and but, but also, look, that's just me in a nutshell. And this is me in a nutshell. Anyway, that's just me in a nutshell. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to look at the bad things he did. God almighty, we've all done some bad things. We've all made, and, and, and making a bad wrestling creative decision is not a bad thing. You know what I mean? It's just a bad creative wrestling decision that you did not agree with. So it says nothing to the man's character. It says nothing to who the guy is. And so, look, Vince Russo's a good guy trying to live his life the best way he can. Jeff Jarrett's doing the exact same thing. Sometimes paths cross and streams cross and things go sideways. All I want to say is for both of you right now to lean on me when you're not strong and I'll be your friend. Mm. I'll help, I'll help you, you carry, carry on. on. Lean on me, oh, and it, it won't, won't be long. So I'm gonna need somebody, somebody to lean on. Or just a call, call on me, brother, brother, if you need a hand. hand. Jeff and Yo. Vince all need to somebody lean on. Okay, let's just get out of here with that. At lean on the D-O-double-G. Oh, you didn't know? And we <laughs> are live. Welcome back We're to live. the show. L-I-V-E and Casio. And we're listening to... Oh, you didn't know? Hey, yeah. we are live. And man... Oh, I shouldn't have had that second cup of coffee or that third <laughs> coffee enema because I am on fire and I hope I don't say the wrong thing or step on anybody's toes. <laughs> not to not to get too in the weeds, but I just chugged <laughs> AG1, some athletic greens. I'm rocking. Oh, and yeah, rolling, so you're actually baby. recording this from the toilet. <laughs> yeah, ready to go. <laughs> Look, it's, we're gonna, instead of DX, this is a YTX, YouTube oh. exclusive, baby. Exclusive, I love it. And I love we're it. inviting everybody live. It's our first one live, so we'll get to a few comments as well. We're going to try to stick close to topic, and that is... Mr. CM Punk, Zoe Lopez, Chowman in, Road Dog and Cassio. What's up, buddy? Josh hey, Rosenbaum Zoe. is there as well. Uh, so we appreciate I'm a everybody. a huge fan of your promos, Road Dog. Your Look work. at that. Your work, on the other hand, Jeff says. <laughs> Not so fancy. <laughs> Jeff. What no, about my promos? <laughs> Look, no, yeah, Jeff, his promos suck. A lot better in the ring, though. Cassio <laughs> Kid can work. I, on the other hand, had to stick to the promos. Well, dog, we'll get a little bit into uh, CM Punk is in the headlines yep. today and the last few days and seemingly every day uh, is, of course, his return. Is he returning to AEW? Is he returning to WWE? Tony Khan went on Maggie and Perloff, a uh, CBS Sports radio show. Shout out to them. Great show, by the way. But uh, he said they asked him point blank, would CM Punk be returning he said, I cannot comment on that. Yeah. No, I, no comment. That, that's, I mean, that's legal for no, I can't talk about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's no, no comment. Um, it's, so, it's, so look, it just tells me that there's, there's some legal issues going on maybe uh, contractually. And so I, he can't comment on it. I, it makes perfect business sense. You know what I mean? Of course, I want to know. Like what's going on, man? What happened? Is he still there? Is he going? We're all uh, waiting. We're all we all want to know. And and look, I think the reason we all want to know is because he's still a draw. And 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 at 
his age, and I'm not, I don't say that despairingly because I did or had a run older than him, but it wasn't ever, I'm not comparing any of my runs to his run. He had a great <laughs> one. Uh, but, but like, He's an older guy, but I still believe, and I do believe this, uh, whether I like the dude or not, I believe this. He's got another run in him and because he's a, he's what we call in the industry a needle mover. And we actually have never called them that before, but I just said that, and I thought it would sound cool if I said... Don't look good in the memo. Like in the biz, we say, you know, whatever. Um, no, but he moves the needle. Like, and that's just a fact. And so yeah. if you can't... Look, if, you, if I... If I if my personal feelings about the dude uh, go over and blind me to the business aspect or the business perspective with with him and his and who he is and what he brings to the table, then I got a problem. You know what I mean? But I make no mistake about it. Uh, can we get one more road dog royal? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I can get the. Uh, I, can get, <laughs> I tell you what, I can have the deluxe royale. I will eat one of those. Uh, I double with cheese and double mayo. Um, so, so I think. I look, he's a needle mover. Like I think. I think wherever he goes back to, or comes, or goes, or whatever he he decides to do. And look, he may decide to not mess with this anymore. Like I I get that. Um, I understand that that mindset. Like, if you can, you know, it's like the mafia. If you can get out, run, man, run. Uh, but but he may not want to play no more. But business says he can move the needle, and him showing up on your show, no matter what night of the week it is, makes people tune in, and that's a fact. You know, everybody's uh, everybody's bringing up the rumble, of course, right around the corner. And if you're watching this in live time or close to it. And, um, you know, Punk's had some memorable Royal Rumble moments. I think 2010, as far as I know, the, uh, the super fans might know better. But, you know, they, you got, WWE was giving him a live mic in the middle of a Rumble. I've never seen that before. <laughs> haven't seen it since. Uh, yeah. But talk about how important that is. That's called trying to get a guy over, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, look, he, he, so because he didn't agree with with management on every single thing doesn't mean he was right about everything you know what i mean or or that management was for that matter it's all subjective it's all we all can debate it all we want to but the truth of it is that the machine which is what what built him the machine uh, i'll take that back not what built him uh, the machine is what presented his package to the world he uh he, of course, did the rest. You know what I mean? So it goes hand in hand, man. It takes a village to raise a kid. It takes uh, a machine, an entertainment conglomerate to make up WWE superstar. And look, he was on top of the world and, and still is uh, this many years later. So that, that speaks to his, uh, his star power and his longevity. Um, you're going to make, of course, you made a little bit of headlines uh, before talking about Dax. You're going to make some more headlines with our episode that just dropped, by yep. the way. Um, you had some more things to say because we covered Raw 25, and, of course, oh. Dax was a big moment uh, with yeah. you. Well, and you. We had, to, like, I don't feel, I want to say I didn't go back to him right. for no reason. I felt like I needed to, <laughs> to respond to, to what was, to what you know, to what was said. And so, I, look, I'm, I would love to do his podcast, and he can do mine. We can not do that. We can do whatever we want to. Uh, I'm cool with with my side of the street. You know what I mean? Uh, we I brought it up to say also in that episode, you've also said that uh, 
that Punk was an a-hole. Mm, Josh, hey, uh, I, I, I'm trying to co cover up you saying that I said uh -huh. Punk was an a-hole. Yeah. Uh, but I just said it really loud right into the microphone. <laughs> but then, but and we'll come back to that because Josh Rosendahl asked a great question. Is CM Punk a sports entertainer or a professional wrestler? Oh. Well, see, that's the beautiful part is I think he would tell you I'm a professional wrestler. But the truth be told... He's the, he's the sports entertainer. Yeah, you can wrestle, dude. Yeah, you can go in the ring, but a lot of guys can do that. What do you do that's different? You entertain. And so, yeah, I think, I think Punk's a great example of a guy that if you just went with wrestler, 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 um, wouldn't have made it without the attitude and the mic skills and the, and the, I don't want to say character because I feel like Punk was never really a character. He was kind of just himself. Um, but he's good at it, you know what I mean? And he made people tune in, and people got behind him. And so uh, you, what do you do? You, you don't like the dude? Okay. That's, you know what I mean? I don't have to like you. I don't have to take you out to dinner to uh, – uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coach Rosie said we all know he can't shoot fight. Uh, he's not very good but, at MMA. But, because but he wasn't – but, but look, I didn't get in the cage and fight nobody, and I damn sure ain't oh. going to. <laughs> I can promise I don't you that. So, I'm not so, yeah, fight, yeah, so. yeah. I, uh, you can't lose if you don't <laughs> fight. Uh, and that's that's the route I'll take. Which, which, look, I think that's what a lot of people in his defense, like he wanted to try that out. He tried it. He wasn't good at it. He's not trying it no more. He might still be training and stuff because it's functional, uh, awesome cardio and all that. So, so he may stay in shape using that stuff, but. You know, he tried it, and, and, he, and he made some money doing it. You know what I mean? He was on some, t some shows and stuff with it. So you can't call him a failure. You just say two guys beat his butt, you know? Yeah. Uh, Paul Walter Dave said CM Punk married well. He did. He did marry well. He did. Look, they're, they're a great couple. They're a power couple in our industry, and truth be told, outside of that. And that's whether you like that or not, that's a fact. Let me, let me ask you this. I don't know what you can say or not say. We did not go over this beforehand. But, um, you know, Tony Khan saying he can't return to a... Well, I, I messed up. Tony Khan saying he can't comment on his return to AEW or not. Have you heard anything or can you say anything? Is the door permanently closed for Punk to ever return to WWE? So, first and foremost... When you sent me the thing today that said there's talk about punk coming back or something, I don't forget what the what the text said you sent yeah. me, but that was the first I'd heard of he's back in the news. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I I haven't heard uh, rumblings or or any of the uh, you know news or or any chatter. Um, but you know, with WWE, um, j just I'm my only point of reference. Well, there's many points of references, but I'm one. Don't say ne never say never with these right. guys. You know what I mean? And because because they will give you a second chance, they will give you an opportunity if it's business savvy. And and bringing him back might be. And the reason he it might be is because he's a needle mover. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, doesn't mean the door is wide open, but it doesn't. The door, like he said. Yeah. Who was that? Keltuckian. Yeah. The door is never Tuckin. permanently closed. I got two words for you, Keltuckian. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jose Rodriguez says, hi, guy, and this is my fir first time listener. Uh, oh, you didn't know, happy to be here. Hey, Jose, you know, we have a podcast we do, too. You can listen yeah. over there, and but you don't have to. It's not very good. We're not very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope everybody hangs in. <laughs> um, what can you – I think some of the questions with our, our latest episode, you just – I'm going to bring it back up. You yeah. said um, – 
Punk's an a-hole. Yeah. I don't know how much you want to delve into it, I, but look, you, he y'all just rubbed each other the wrong way. Is that a in good his, statement? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Okay. And, and by the way, he probably thinks the exact same thing about me. <laughs> and we're just too, maybe we're too much the same. Maybe we're too far apart. You know, I don't know what, the, what it is, but it's, it's, it, it's not conducive to uh, to a uh, flourishing relationship. And, and look, maybe we maybe we could under different circumstances. But now there's been some water under the bridge, and it's it was nothing. It really was nothing. And so I think we could d- definitely get past that for business. And we got past it for business then. But but yeah, look, I don't I don't I don't like I'm not friends with the guy. I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that. I, I wanted to change it. I didn't. I didn't mean I didn't like the guy, but but look, I'm not going out to eat with him. I'm not going out to eat with a lot of people. You know what I mean? It's not just him. Uh, so so, and I I, I read something earlier, and and we might uh, bring that back up. But where a lot of people love punk, and 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 they go, well, yeah. So what do you say to that? And I go, yeah, they love him, and I and I admit that's a fact. But I'm not one of those people, <laughs> and that's that's also a fact. Two things can be true at the same time. Yeah, Ryan Muhammad uh, message. He was one of our first messengers. Want to make sure I get to him. Yeah. Uh, dog, a buddy of mine went, met CM Punk at August C2E2, and he was very pleasant mm-hmm. uh, and cordial with him. And he talked finally about Mid South Wrestling, JCP, Bret Hart, and business as a whole. Dax Cash, Wardlow, Serena Deeb, Mark Henry, Adam Cole, Thunder Rosa, Bailey, Britt Baker, etc., have all praised Mr. Punk. Yep. Like you mentioned, uh, first of all, all the names he mentioned currently work with Mr. Punk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the roster that he's currently on, and and uh, and I, look, I praise him too, just not his person. You know what I mean? I praise yeah. his his intellectual property when it comes to uh, you know what I mean. That our entertainment industry, our sports entertainment industry. So, I, the guy's a huge get for anybody. He's a huge star. People love him. I don't know what because I don't. It doesn't matter. Like it's not. It's not. It's not going to hurt him at all. His feelings or his pocketbook. Um, yeah. And and but I do know on the business side of things, he's a huge opportunity uh, out there waiting. You know what I mean for some for something. Um, Jose Rodriguez, by the way, says he does listen every single week. Oh man! So Thank, you know, Jose, first... I apologize to you. Well, I he said you this was his first live one, but this is our first live one. <laughs> it is our first live one. Are we still live? <laughs> we're yeah, we're still live. You got to put your pants back on, Cassie. That means we're all nervous <laughs> together. We're kind of edgy with each other. We yeah. don't know what to do. It's L I V E, L I V E. Well. Look, everybody, I just want to say thanks for joining us. If you've got questions, get them in before we get out of here. But I feel like this was pretty fun. It was good to see the names starting to pop up. And I feel like we should do this a couple more, a little bit more often. How about that, dog? I don't know. I don't, just, this scares me. Question, uh, why did this become so public? I don't think that would have happened in the WWE. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, it, uh, if I was Tony Khan, I would have thought of a better answer, and I would have not answered politically. I'd have done the old DC dip and twirl, <laughs> where you say a bunch of stuff but never say nothing. Um, because here's the deal. Wrestlers, and especially promoters slash owners, whatever yeah. you want to call them there, they like to talk about their product. <laughs> so yeah. I'm with you. The statement, I can't comment, usually yeah. means he's yep. been told by legal yeah. not to comment. Uh, and so that is the very interesting part. So yep. 
We, well, uh, hey, well, look, we appreciate. Oh, the more important question about punk should be: is the risk worth the reward? Well, and look, and that's part of the that's part. You'd weigh that. Uh, you know what I mean? And and look, I'm also speaking way out of school. Like I'm just talking about what Brian James thinks and sees as a person looking. I got no idea. They're, they're, they may say, hell no, we wouldn't take him. They may say, hell yes, we'd take him. I have no idea. And that's, that's the honest to God's truth. Um, all I'm saying is what I think and what I would do if I were. If it was my business, I'd want to hire him. And I'd say, I don't like you. You don't like me. Let's make millions of dollars together. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, I, can get over, I can get over my hurt feelings for that. Um. Before we get out of here, Bobby KF5GTX, um, he wants to tell us, is it true DX is going to buy WWE? We did put in an offer, but my credit card got declined. And so <laughs> we couldn't. And I did say credit car, by the way. I didn't even finish it because my mine is Your just a car. Credit yeah, it's, it's just a car. It's not a complete card at this point. You had the offer and they repoed your car. Hey, I, I know how we should, since this is our first one, <laughs> I know how we should end it. Oh. I'll say, if you ain't down with that, we got two words for you. Suck it. As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. Savewithconrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt, just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months at Savewithconrad.com.